0: Thanks for tuning in to our Clubhouse podcast, where we have candid and open conversations about mental health and anything related to it. Our Clubhouse is located in Richmond, British Columbia, where we support adults recovering from and living with mental illness. You will be hearing from both members and staff where our thoughts and opinions are our own. Today, you will be hearing from Caitlin, Erin, Janine, and I. This month's podcast is actually about friendships and adulthood. Kind of pretty well known at this point that uh, friendships do change throughout the lifetime. How about we start off with how do we view friendships differently? What do we see? What is, how do we view friendships in in younger, our younger selves?
1: Or just like how we saw friendships as children? Yeah. Just like someone to play with. Or, if you wanted to hang out with popular people, you <laughs> could be friends with people.
0: Change your status quo.
2: <laughs> There's strategic friendships, right? Okay. <laughs> we were all masterminds as children.
0: <laughs> what do you think, Caitlin?
2: What
3: was well, friendship to you as, as a kid? I, as, well, as a kid, I didn't really have many friends, or, or any friends, that that matter. Yeah, I just... I think once I had a group of friends, but that lasted a year and a bit. The longest I had friends, and even as an adult, I struggled to keep friends. I suck at uh, staying connected. I'm really bad at that. But as a kid, I don't know, I always, I had severe social anxiety. At the time, I didn't think I did, but like, yeah, it was tough making friends. I was always the loner in elementary school and in high school, but. Yeah, I mean, I didn't feel lonely. I just, at times I did feel lonely in high school. More, I felt it more in high school. But I don't know, as a kid, I just wanted friends to hang out and chat with, mainly play as a kid and then adults mm-hmm. or teenagers, or teenage years. Um, yeah, someone to just hang out, have similar interests with and hopefully make a long term friendship that never really happened when I was in high school. And as an adult, I'm still struggling (laughs) to stay connected with people. I think
2: that's,
0: yeah, that's probably one of the most difficult things Mm
1: -hmm. that is
0: part of life, I think, is connecting and maintaining that connection with friends, right? Yeah, I mean, like, when you're a little kid, even, like, people have talked about, like, play.
2: And when you're a kid, it's literally like, you meet some random other child and you're like, hey, you want to play this with me? And then they're like, okay, suddenly you're my friend. That's all it takes. <laughs> and then as you get older, I feel like there's it becomes more nuanced and it becomes more difficult. And you're like, really what, at what point do I consider someone a friend then? I don't know. It's not just, hey, you're to play tag with me. <laughs> there's like more- I would love to do that.
0: More qualifications to being your friend.
2: <laughs> Higher
0: standards, right? Okay. You know, I definitely have higher standards now. I'm very picky.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What are your standards do you think like what do you what do you look for in a friend now that now that you're an adult? Well, well
3: definitely similar interests mm-hmm. and maybe similar maybe sort of similar political views and sort of similar it you don't know, have to be right on like exactly They're similar but just in the same realm same views or, or just very open to all views. I don't like when people are totally opposite of me how they think and that's not going to work out. Um, I don't know, don't just, uh, oh, don't use me. I don't like want yeah, I don't want to be used. I want an actual real friendship.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: A proper give and take.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't like, I don't like, well, everyone lies, but lying, if it's just constant lying and it's big lies, then no. I mean, I can get it's white small white lies are fine, but like if it's just constant, then that's not a friendship. If it's just if the friendship's built on lies, that's not a friendship. So I feel
0: like that would be a pretty toxic relationship. Yeah, <laughs> if it's only lying. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty. That's pretty fair. <laughs> How about you, Erin, what do you look for in a friend now?
1: I think I realized that you need friends for different aspects of your life not that I'm a big partier but like your party friends or you like your board game friends or you're just do nothing and sit down friends <laughs> I guess just like someone I can vibe with or like we get along so that it doesn't feel forced I don't feel like I have a very strong set of like a checklist I guess because I get along with I would say like most people but I guess to be like considered a friend is just like yeah like we can hang like outside of whatever we're where we met I guess like if I met someone in school it's like if I could hang out with you outside of school then I would consider them more of a friend
0: I like that that's pretty fair and it's the same as like you know you play different roles in your life right so you'd want people that will help you fit in those roles as well like you said because you're not the same with everyone
1: feel like you also need friends who like can call you out on stuff yeah friends that you can just rant to like I feel like if you have this one group of friends and like I guess not everyone is able to have like a huge group of friends or different sets of friends but like I've been in groups where it's like only one person only has like one group of friends and there's drama and there's just like ranting and it's just it creates a toxic environment I was like if something happens like I hope you have like an outside outlet to be able to like sort through that stuff rather than try to sort it on the inside and it becomes gossip about someone else in the group. And-
0: mm-hmm. Yeah there becomes a sort of separation within the group because everyone knows each other that way. <laughs> yeah I like
2: not having one like a group of friends like right now in my life like most of my friends like don't have any relation to each other besides that they know me like that (laughs) if they were to talk like that's their only connection and I feel like I don't know it's it's not like I'm trying to keep my friends apart but I feel like it's nice to have like a friend from a different part of life so you have that one relation with them that you know is really strong but if you want to talk about something else that maybe they don't know if they're not as connected with you have that other option you know that makes sense
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah, I've had groups of friends that were like this sounds bad, like infiltrating like another group, that's <laughs> a terrible word to use. Like, <laughs> like, I'm also not trying to keep people apart, but I was kind of like, oh no, like, two worlds are colliding that I'm not quite ready to collide. Mm-hmm.
0: So it, it's very difficult to have that happen and go well, I think. I
2: mean, yeah. remember being kids and like having a birthday party, you invite friends from well, different things and you see them like your my school friends, like my dance friends. I'd be like, oh my
0: God, how, how is this going to go at the same party?
1: <laughs> I never did that. Oh, I did
0: oh. that. That was so stressful. It was like a goodbye party. And I had my school friends and then I had my outside of school friends and they were literally on different sides of the pool. So like they did not mesh at all. So I was going back and forth between them. It just did to be fair, that was like the only time they'd ever met. But it's it was stressful. Doesn't always work out.
1: <laughs> I avoided that by just not inviting outside. Because <laughs> like my birthday parties would only be school friends because I knew everyone would get along. That's smart. Very I was, like smart. I don't want to be the middle person. Like <laughs> I don't want to be stressed out at my birthday party. Yeah, that so was a mistake. That, that you think, like, at least I thought about that when I was like pretty young, mm-hmm. like ten or something.
2: Yeah, when I got a little older, um, like when I was still having birthday parties though, as like a kid, my mom was like, "How about, how about we just do two separate parties?" And I was like, "I like that. <laughs> just two smaller parties with the different groups." And I'm like, "Then I don't have to stress about the meshing and like how I, I." again, like how I'm kind of like a different person in each group, blah, blah, blah. It's just
0: easier to keep it separate. <laughs> it's unnecessary stress. 100%.
1: I wonder if that's like just being like an introvert though, <laughs> like keeping your small groups of friends and another small group of friends. And then if it's like a big group of friends, you're like, oh
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I only know of one person so far that's been able to me- like mesh two separate groups completely. And that's actually been my brother. He had his online friends from, like, when he was, what, like, 13, maybe? And then he went to VFS, to Vancouver Film School, and made friends there. And now, somehow, he got them to all game together online. And they all talk to each other, and they even without him, they communicate and stuff like that. So I'm like, that's a pretty good start that I've never heard of. Yeah, that's pretty good.
3: Especially when,
2: you like you have that common interest, at least between the two groups.
3: Yeah, Bond yeah or- that's like my brother. He he did a lot of drama in school, so he made a lot of drama friends, and then he went to VFS. He asked a couple of times, invited friends from two different groups from school and from Vancouver Film School, high school. And, yeah, Vancouver Film School until like, when they used to go, well, pre-COVID, used to go to bars and like drink together, mm-hmm. eat, mingle, I don't know how, I guess because it all somehow his friends that he met in high school, they were in drama plays and stuff. They didn't really go and do anything drama or acting-related after high school. I don't know how his two groups of friends got to hang out without any issues, but somehow he made it happen. I'm like, oh, I I, okay. I always like found out, like, who's going with you to that bar or that pub? And he's like, oh, these people. I was like, what? <laughs> they know each other, yeah, and they don't mind each other.
2: I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> They don't mind each other is the most important part. Yeah, they <laughs> they like say, yeah, like I love that standard like,
3: okay. of like friendship is they don't mind each other. They can tolerate each yeah. other. <laughs> but I think sometimes they did actually like each other. think they it's just weird, like friends from college university, and then high school somehow mm-hmm. somehow still work together. Yeah, I I'm- never had that issue because I didn't go to I haven't got college yet and I didn't really have any friends in high school, so <laughs> don't have to worry about that yet. <laughs> I bet it will could still happen from work and like
1: I wonder if it's a guy thing because my brother is also like that like he has somehow successfully just (laughs) yeah hypothesis
2: of is it the extrovertedness is it the maleness (laughs) what is it (laughs) how are they doing this
3: I mean guys are just more laid back than women I don't know (laughs) So like yeah whatever friends people forget maybe we have more niche groups of friends
0: or maybe they have more niche groups of friends, which makes it easier to all get along. And maybe we have more varied groups of friends.
3: I know my brother had female friends, and he still does. <laughs> and they they got along with all his friends. So it seems to be OK with females, few females, mainly guys. He had a lot of guy friends, but I don't know. He's lucky to have different groups of friends seem to get along. I'm glad that that's the case. Yeah. I that. I want we're that. working on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, in that same vein, then, um, Caitlin, you were talking before about how staying connected makes it really, is. it has been a really difficult thing. What have you experienced with that in terms of connection? Like, why is it difficult, do you think?
3: It's mainly, like, internally, I just, like, do they like me? Do they even want to hang with me again?
1: Because
3: mm-hmm. uh, I know it's easy because it's social media, but, like, I could, I could just message someone saying hey, you want to hang out but what if they I just worry about rejection and like what if I learn more about them I realize I don't like them and and I have to lie over time I'm like oh yeah we can hang out oh no I don't like this person anymore so I'm always worried about <laughs> the what ifs of the relationship yeah. later on yeah it's like they might hate me later I might do something they might not like me anymore I may say, say something stupid or do something stupid, like mean without really, I might snap at someone. and I never have, I never snapped at someone, but I'm always away what if that one time, I'm like, they get on my last nerve, oh, I'm already having a bad day and someone says something and I blow up, which is really rare. I really like, I usually keep internalized stuff until I get home. Either I nap or cry or both. <laughs> Good. Those are healthy coping mechanisms, honestly. Yeah, like I know it is healthy. Because I always tell myself, just let it out. That I I do. I notice after a long week it's been draining from work and stuff. My sleep's all messed up. Oh, my sleep could be fine. I'm just drained in general. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm bawling my eyes out. I was like, why am I sad? Nothing's <laughs> been bad. I'm, I'm getting paid. I'm working. Life's good. I'm assuming everybody likes me. So, <laughs> saboteur uh, is strong. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw questions like, did I do, because I do question if I'm doing, um, my job well, and that, yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm gonna want to go back to the question you asked. Yeah, connections. Um, yeah, just more like internalizing and questioning if I'm, if someone's gonna like me. Mm-hmm. constantly questioning that, but it's more in my head. Cause I, I bet people like me. I just in my head, I'm like, oh no, I don't know if they're gonna like me. Should I ask? What if they never respond to my message? <laughs> yeah,
0: so it's kind of like your apprehension prevents that connection with people being ghosted is
3: also oh that's wife. a thing that is a yep i've been ghosted by guys in the past too so i think that's a whole nother thing stuff. right there uh, yeah, that's, that's not in not friendships so it's online dating um but anyways so yeah i mean getting ghosted tunnel. by
2: friends is real too so yeah. Yeah.
3: i don't think i have been ghosted by friends because i haven't got to point to make a friend <laughs> and to a point to have someone like reject me or just ghost me right so i've always been scared of that actually happening
1: <laughs> i relate to that a lot actually i also wonder if people like me <laughs> so i haven't made too many friends in like my adulthood mm-hmm. the friends i have made is like not friends or not people i was trying to be friends with it's like through my hobbies that we just saw each other every week and most of the closest friends that I've made as an adult are just extroverts who kept coming back to
2: me. <laughs> you get adopted by an extrovert.
1: <laughs> yeah, my closest friend that I made, I like, I feel like she's kind of like a dog <laughs> in a nice way of saying, she's like, hi, like, what's going on? Like, she just keeps popping back into my life, which is a good thing because I'm not as good as reaching out. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because she has the exact same personality as my boyfriend who also did the same thing of like hello like I'm just gonna enter your world as a friend <laughs> thanks <to laughs> you know. and just never leave <laughs> but I've never set out to like try and actively make a friend as an adult all my closest friends are from elementary or high school
0: yeah oh that's impressive <laughs> I, I it's like hard
2: at least for me to make friends as an adult because like I'm sure I'm not alone in this and I've seen it when I'm like looking up stuff about things for preparing for this podcast of like how in school it's quote unquote easier to make friends because you see them every day you see them for an extended period of time where you're like in the same space and you have that time and then Aaron you're saying like th- you meet people through hobbies and it's like I feel like I don't have those kind of hobbies anymore as an adult. Like, I feel like I just like go to work and come home and then like talk to the friends I already have from like before. I feel like I'm not in, like even before COVID, I feel like I'm not in situations to make friends in that same way anymore. You know, like now my friends are like from work, I'm, like just me hanging out with a bunch of like middle-aged people which like I love but
0: like <laughs> it's just a very different vibe yeah. yeah work a work environment is the only place where you'd picture yourself ever having a 40 something year old friend
3: yeah and that's what well, my- well, luckily what well, I work everybody's around the same age except so, oh yeah actually everybody's around the same age I just realized I work with a lot of women and they're all around their 20s and early 30s maybe a couple are like in the 60s or 40s but like majority of who I work with are like twenties or thirties. So, but even the people older are very like-minded and very nice and friendly earlier. Cause I just thought, cause I am an introvert and I also have anxiety, which I think both together it's really bad at like trying to make friends. Cause the whole time, like I'm shy but at the same time I have anxiety, which it's just, it sucks making friends with both. I wish I didn't have both it, it, being introverted and anxiety because I'm constantly in my head, am I good enough, would I be a good friend, would they like me, maybe I I would be a good friend, but would they like me, me, so constant battle in my head and like, I have uh, agoraphobia, which I get anxious further away, I am away from home, so I'm always thinking like, if they ask me to meet somewhere like in Vancouver or like somewhere else, Burnaby, I'm like, I don't know if I could be able to do that. I, I might have a panic attack on my way there. So I mean, would they understand my situation, my mental health? Were they like, you just make excuses. I'm worried about people thinking I'm just making excuses that I'm like, oh, you're just making excuses. You don't really want to meet up. So no, no, I do. I want to make, I want to be friends. I'm like, oh, I don't know, because you always make the same excuse. So I'm always worried about that happening
2: just a whole nother level on top of already difficult to make friends. And then you
0: have to worry about that as well. It's a tough, tough situation for sure. Yeah, I think that's definitely a, we'll call it like a challenge or a barrier to making friends is having uh, that anxiety about, you know, how they think of you, how might they think of you. Mm-hmm. even if you're even if you know like hey that's probably not true it's like but there's the probably still
3: there yeah because some people just don't understand mental illnesses they just think everybody's just making excuses oh you're not anxious you're fine you're just nervous Like, no 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 this is anxiety there's a difference I've been <laughs> nervous I don't mind me I like being nervous that means I'm excited and a little worried but not that bad but I, oh, I hate anxiety <laughs> It's not a good feeling
0: <laughs> understandable yeah for sure do you think maybe being at Pathways has helped? Oh, yeah. Make
3: I've been friends uh, such? Six years, five years as a member. And in the beginning, I was so shy, so quiet. I just kept to myself. I didn't really do much. And then David Donald talked to me a few times, but got me out of my shell. And then he talked to me more, and he found out I, when I found out I went to school with his daughter. And he, like all happy, He's like, oh my God, you went to a school with Miranda? It's like, how was she? Was she bad? That's a joke. Um, I was like, uh, no, she was, she was good. Um, <laughs> but I remember she was popular. I didn't really, wasn't really friends with her, but mm-hmm. yeah, so it, that got me on my show where people find out things like connections, like, oh, I know, was, oh, you were, you knew, I went to school with this person. Or, yeah, I know them. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to I went to with that person, that person, so that helped a bit. And then I the socials helped too in the beginning. I started with first year, I didn't do any socials. Second year, I did mostly indoor socials. And then I saw okay, I should do one outdoor social and see how I like it. I don't know which one I started with. I want to say go-karting outside. I think that one was my first one. That's <laughs> a fun one. I know, did go-karting, yeah. and I was so fun. I was outside. I think it was spring or summer, but I just never having fun. And so mm-hmm. that got me like, okay, maybe the socials are not that bad, they won't, they're not that scary. So that got me out of my comfort zone and less shy and more confident. Well, you
0: heard it here, folks. Socials are solid places to be, so make yeah, sure you drug, Seamless <laughs> plug. Yeah, thank you yeah. for that, Caitlin. <laughs>
3: I just, I, really- picked, I just picked in shows like socials that like spark my interest oh that's an arts and crafts social oh we're going go-karting that sounds fun <laughs> I want to go
0: with that one <laughs> well it's great because then you get the opportunity to not only do what you what you enjoy but also meet people who enjoy the same things yeah that's kind of really like awesome. a mini hobby thing that Aaron was mentioning earlier
1: that's actually what I was gonna say of like you like in the same way of like I didn't go to make friends like for my hobbies like I go to have fun and the friends came like afterward Mm -hmm. after I actually started because I went in so just the example I'm giving is dodgeball I went in very very shy and anxious like my brother dragged me there because he needed another girl and it was like a team of all his friends from random parts of his life and I was just like I didn't talk to anybody and like I guess like when I just started like having fun and doing it for myself is like when that in a way attracted different people of just like hey like she looks fun or like I was like bubbly and I was like smiling and that's how friends mm-hmm. came along you just start talking to people so yeah I definitely did not go to make friends or I didn't think I would be a good friend because I was so shy before um so yeah when you're having fun then like it does attract a certain energy that people like
2: Aaron showing up to dodgeball like I didn't come to make friends I came to win <laughs> you know I was literally going to make that exact
0: same joke and I love that you took it
1: I don't make- even know to win I go to just like skip <laughs> <laughs> <In> circles
2: <laughs> I think it's also interesting um this is kind of taking a little segue but like Aaron, you said that like you have a lot of friends from like before in your life too and I like We've talked about like making friends, but I feel like the subject of keeping friends, like Caitlin had touched on, like keeping that connection. Mm-hmm. Like, what have you found helps?
1: I guess. Um, I guess like these friends, it just became like in elementary or high school, it just became like a secure enough friendship that we cannot talk for like a year, but we still feel like we have that good friendship. Mm-hmm. I still consider some of my closest friends, like, I haven't, maybe this sounds bad, I haven't checked in with them or they haven't checked in with me, like, for a, a significant part of pandemic, but, like, if we decided to, like, hang out, it would just be, it would go right back into um, how it used to be. Like, I have a high school friend group that's, like, maybe 12 people, and every Christmas we would get together and, like, make food together, and do Secret Santa, and, like, wholesome, yeah, it is, but, like, we don't really have an ongoing thing if it's someone's birthday, like, the chat is, like, happy birthday, and then it becomes someone else's birthday, and it's happy birthday, but there's, like, no, (laughs) yeah, but there's still some of, like, my closest friends, and, like, from that big group, there's, like, a smaller group that I'm closer with or that others are closer with. So we kind of hear about each other through that. Yeah, it's not like active reaching out for whatever reason. Like, it's just remained a pretty good friendship. Mm-hmm.
2: What about you, Andy? I know you have friends from high school still. Yeah. <laughs> not actually. including me. You have a whole friend group still.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're separate from that friend group, but you are still... a long-time friend from high school Shiny and i have known each other for 10 years now i think Mm -hmm. um that's like almost half our lifetime that's very strange to think about but that's just aging me um but yeah so i have have,
1: what are you talking about i
0: am old with knobbly knees and wrinkles and a bad back (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) all of those are true unfortunately but Erin, um, yeah, I actually have a very similar uh, situation in terms of friends. Um, I've had the same group of friends since like grade 12. And we have like for for the longest time, um, we'd all get together because we'd all we all went to different universities. So our way of sort of coming back together and connecting and seeing each other again was every Thanksgiving, we would kind of go to one person's house, everyone would bring, you know, it would be like a potluck style dinner. And we'd all just kind of catch up and have dinner together and make a toast and, you know, that kind of stuff. And that was something that we were always looking forward to. Obviously COVID has (laughs) kind of ruined that tradition because I think we did it five years in a row, which was lovely. Um, But uh, yeah, I think uh, for us, it's almost been kind of having something to look forward to to do together so like th- thanksgiving has been one we would go camping once or twice every year all together too and have this just one big group um so i think again it's kind of like uh like it's been mentioned before just kind of having similar hobbies or interests and that really does bring people together i think like a larger group
2: <laughs> and that one event <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that one event <laughs>
1: I find it easier to make friends starting off like as a big group of people who generally vibe with each other and then being able to be like hey like this this maybe there's one or two people like we get along a little bit better than I do with the rest and that becomes like a closer friendship Mm -hmm. like I struggle and I don't think I've made any friends this way of just like one person just like hey like you're cool like I'm just gonna hang out with you like it's it's always started as like a big group, it kind of just narrowed down. down. <laughs> yeah. Does that sound bad?
2: <laughs> no, I was honestly having a very similar conversation with one of my friends. Because like I don't have a big friend group. Like my high school group is non-existent anymore. <laughs> like from high school, I probably talked to three people. One of which is Andy. <laughs> All the three of you don't talk to each other. <laughs> um, so I was having a conversation with one of them about like how we had a big friend group in like grade nine. And then we were like, yeah. And then over the years it kind of dwindled and now it's only two of us. So I'm thinking maybe we were the problem, (laughs) but like, like jokingly, but like, it's just kind of funny to look at how we're like the sole survivors of that group.
0: (laughs) You are the OGs. Yes. We outlasted the rest of them. (laughs) I think it's like, I think a big thing is just interests end up changing. You grow as people, right? Like that's why I feel like I see it as a very common thing that people as they grow older don't have as big of a group of friends anymore, right? It could be either timing um, could be because a lot of people like they might have different things going on in their lives. They might be starting families. They might still be in school. They might be having a very demanding job or a job that may be, you know they travel somewhere else that kind of stuff so like you end up you know having smaller groups of friends with maybe even just one one other person
2: as the timelines of people's lives just all branch out it's not like you're all just in school anymore exactly <laughs> you can do anything
0: <laughs> and people do everything which is awesome
2: mm-hmm.
0: varied experiences but and a uh, quick question just because this has become a thing more commonly now online versus real quote-unquote friendships how do we feel about the difference there like online like purely online yeah
2: um I mean I have a few of like people that I've never met in person (laughs) but like we will like reply to each other on like Instagram or like Snapchat and whatever and I don't honestly I don't even remember how I find these people (laughs) but (laughs) I don't know I feel like it's it's nice to have kind of again another kind of separate quote-unquote group it's not really a group if it's just two of us but like another <laughs> friend from like a different part of life kind of thing where it's like I don't know and then usually they have like a completely different perspective in a sense because like they're living a totally different life maybe even if like they're from the same area it's like they have they haven't gone to the same high school they haven't done this that maybe they haven't had the same interests as me or whatever and it's I I think it's interesting to have that different perspective and also I feel like they're a lot more chill you know (laughs) like I feel like there's way less pressure in a way like not saying that like I feel pressure to talk to my friends all the time because I don't I do like talking to them but like with online friends I feel like it's more relaxed and like oh yeah maybe we won't talk for like however long but then we'll catch up again or maybe we won't and we'll still just like like each other's posts and blah 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 (laughs) I feel like it's equally valid of a friendship but it's just different
0: you know that answers my question which was you know do you find it just as satisfying as a quote-unquote real-life friendship so that's really cool I wonder where some of them end up though like some (laughs) of
2: the ones that like we did just like stop talking but like I'm like, I wonder oh, what ever happened to them. <laughs> no hard feelings, just no, just faded out. But just faded. I'm sure if I found them, I could be like, hey, remember me?
0: <laughs> How about you, Caitlin?
2: Any experience?
3: Um, I um, have had online friends. I'm bad at staying connected. I don't know. I always like, I guess I forget, and like, I should. Well, I bet one of them I know. If I stay connected to them again, they was still remember me because mm-hmm. it's one of them, I think it's a guy who I never got to meet on a dating app, but then we end up being friends because we realized we just have similar interests and I didn't really, I just thought he'd be, he's a great friend. Mm-hmm. And I think I was honest with him, I was like, I don't really feel connection, but I, in that sense, a romantic connection, but I feel like we could be friends. And he's like, yeah, sure, no pressure. We could eventually, he said maybe eventually, but then he's like, yeah, but still it doesn't happen. We're just friends, that's fine whatever happens, happens. And so we just stay connected as friends. I haven't talked to him in a few years, I think. But I feel like every time I connect back to him, he's like, oh yeah, I still remember you. I like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> so, but I'm bad at like staying connected with anybody, online or in person, in real life people. But uh, I don't know, but I feel like online friends are just as real as real friends in real life. <laughs> just as good. Exactly,
1: very true. Erin. I haven't met like people only from online but I guess like there's people I've met in real life that I've never like actively hung out just as friends Mm -hmm. outside but like we have more of a relationship online in terms of like that's just what all our communication is like because you see each other's posts or you like interact a little bit more in that way. So, so keeping that relationship alive
0: still, it's just a little different.
1: Yeah. And like, sometimes I think it's easier because they're not like, su- at least the online friends that I have are not like super close, but in a way like I have like reviewed a little bit more or they have reviewed a little bit more that we don't really share with like super close friends.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: At least my, my really close friends, like we've grown up together. Like they know so much about you that they're like, you're just like one person to them whereas like friends you meet later on you can kind of not reinvent yourself but like show a different side
2: mm-hmm, for sure i feel like yeah on that like talking to my online friends i feel like almost in a way it's like easier if i wanted to say some things because i don't know this is a whole nother phenomenon probably <laughs> like how it's easier like self-reveal online but like it i find sometimes for certain if it's a certain topic or something, I find it might be easier to like talk to them about it versus someone who, like, is a in real life friend, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but that, again, that's a whole nother phenomenon, probably.
1: <laughs> they distance. They can't yeah.
0: get too close. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just having that sort of wall mm-hmm. where it's like you feel safe behind it kind of thing. A different language. For a different need. <laughs> Exactly. And that's, that's, that's actually, I think a very healthy way to go about it too. Right. Because like, there are some friends that you go to, like, I think Aaron was saying, you know, some friends that you go to that are like your therapist friends and some that you go to just for more like a party atmosphere kind of friends and some where you just lay around, do nothing and send each other TikToks, you know, <laughs> as you do it. it And that I think is an entirely valid, uh, idea of friendship. mm mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And also with Aaron, what Aaron said, like online and like social media makes it in a way easier to keep up with more friends because you can just like send a TikTok to them and like that counts as you <laughs> keeping up with the relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, especially compared to the olden days, like it didn't have that option. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like, OK, if I don't talk to this person, like maybe I'll never talk to them again. Like I'll never find them through the phone book or whatever <laughs> but I feel like there's a lot more opportunity for it now
0: with social maintain media. relationships a little bit easier yeah yeah well I think uh we'll conclude that friendships and adulthood talk here um I think we got some very cool opinions and thoughts uh so I appreciate all of your input thank you again Caitlin Aaron and Janine And I will thank myself as well. Um, (laughs) As you should. (laughs) As I should, pat on the back. Um, But uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We'll uh, hopefully see you again next month for another podcast. Thanks. Goodbye.
1: Bye.
0: Bye.